Now, Between Waves, the third edition of Yelingwa exhibition featuring 10 ambitious commissions by emerging and established First Nations artists that embrace the intersection of material and immaterial realms of knowledge and knowing is launching in the sidelines of Nido Quick 2023 and I'm happy to say one of the featured artists, uh, Mandy Quadrio, is joining us on NITV Radio to explore the exhibition and in particular her entry. Welcome to NITV Radio, Mandy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, we're just at the opening, uh, the launch of the exhibition, and you just made a very brief presentation of your entry. Uh, big moving story behind it. I won't try to describe it. I'll just let you tell us about this entry. Mm-hmm. So, largely, my art practice is informed by um, you know two major influences in my life, and um, they are the, the disappearance of my mother from Nam here, In the 1960s, she just vanished and her disappearance was never, ever investigated. She was completely erased from my life. And I'm also a Tasmanian Aboriginal woman. Um, I'm a Trawal boy from the far northeast coast of Lutruwita, Tasmania. I'm also from the Laramina Mena people of the Oyster Bay Nation. And so as... Palawa people, as Tasmanian Aboriginal people, we've always lived under this myth of extinction, that Tasmanian Aboriginal people are extinct. So again, this living with this denial, these notions of erasure. In my art practice, I work with this idea of erasure and my materiality references um, this notion. So I work with steel wool, And I also work with steel wire mesh, this scouring material or this scrubbing out material that, um, you know, the scrubbing away of our Indigenous culture and our identity. Uh, I saw the artwork that you entered. Now it's a scrubbing material, but look, it's so beautiful. How do you turn something that's used for scrubbing off dirt and uh, turn it into something as beautiful as that? Um, Well, it's actually an industrial material, this steel wire mesh but it has this beautiful iridescent quality. So when it's illuminated, when you cast light on it, it throws these beautiful colours. So while it is a harsh and abrasive wire, at the same time, it also appears as quite beautiful. And yeah, In the installation, it doesn't look like steel at all. It looks like silver and it's bright and shiny. Maybe the illusion is brought by the lighting and the, how it's presented. Going back to the theme that you developed there, the disappearance of your mother, it's something that uh, we've been covering in the media lately. It's coming to attention that um, there are indigenous femicides, indigenous women who die and disappear and no proper investigation. This for many people would have just been um, bring about despair and complete heartbreaking and um, story and you turn it into an art and tell a story. I don't know how to even turn this question. Just tell us how this... Um, Well, exactly. I mean, you know, while my artwork comes from this place of trauma, you know, I'm celebrating our cultural richness and our cultural beauty. And um, 
as with the story of the disappearance of my mother, at the same time, you know, I also actively celebrate her presence. I give her a presence and she's always present in my work. She just appears in ways that probably only I understand. But I think that's important that, you know, she is given that presence because she just, um, yeah, for Indigenous women, I mean, it's, it's a common story, sadly, for Indigenous women all around the world. You know, I mean, in Australia here, no one really kind of cared for a long time. I think it's only recently that people are starting to take notice of that. But, you know, no statistics were ever kept until after 2000s and probably even still they're not really kept and you know often when indigenous women go missing because when they're when they're alive they're very visible to the police but when they they're not when they when they they're missing or gone they become invisible and they're largely blamed for their own disappearance you know they're cast as being neglectful or drug addicts or bad people and so so it kind of absolves the the nation state and the police forever not having to to look for them so they're actually yeah they're, they're cast as the victim now i know it's the opening night so i open the mic to you for any closing thoughts or anything we haven't covered that you'd like to add to the conversation um, look, I think this is a wonderful exhibition and um, it's, it's a great mob of artists here and I think it's really worthwhile for people to pop down to ACCA here in South Bank in, in Melbourne. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, the art asks a lot of questions and it's important that people come along and, um, yeah, just, you know, just kind of see how they feel about a lot of issues that are confronting Indigenous people today. I think it's important, you know, that these stories are brought forward. One more question is where, besides these art, these uh, pieces that are exhibited here, where else can people see your art and see all these messages that you portray in your work? <clears throat> um, so I have work in a, a few different places at the moment. Um, I've got a, a piece in the... Um, the Cairns Indigenous Art Fair, so I'm showing up there with Kaya. Yes, so that's Kaya is the Contemporary Indigenous Art Program at Griffith University, and they're showcasing past artists at the fair. Um, I've also got um, another work about my mother. It's a bulk help work, and that's sh- it's called Speaking with Alison, and that's showing at the Redcliffe Art Gallery in Brisbane. And um, I'm also showing a large steel wall type of wallaby, modelled on a wallaby skin cloak, and that's showing at the University of the Sunshine Coast Art Gallery. I think that's up until August or September. Thank you very much for joining us on NITV Red. Oh, you're very welcome.